Yo, Herb, take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready? Black Delegates Podcast. Today's date is June the 24th, I'm pretty sure. Episode 67. Episode 67. 67. All right. Nothing cool with, with number 67. Not nothing. We're getting there. We're getting there. What no is um, old boy from uh, Minnesota Timberwolves? Any number 67? Gibson? Taj Who Gibson? Who the heck is that? No, he's like 80-something. No, I think it's 67, bro. I'm disgusted for even knowing that fact. <laughs> I'm going to say he got like 89 or something Taj weird. Gibson has not been relevant at least for seven years. Taj Gibson is always relevant because he a baller. Okay. I want him on my squad. In obscurity. I've been trying to get him. He just one of them dudes. He just costs a little bit too much because he's actually good. Taj Gibson's number is he's 67. 67. You're right. Thank you. You're mm. right. Mm. Never Look at that. Man. I'm taking the picture right now, and I'm going to use it in, uh, in the show. <laughs> so, here we go. Shout out to Taj. Yeah, shout out to Josh. Hopefully, uh, hashtag future Laker. MVP. Even though it's not my squad. MVP. All right, right, let's let's save the NBA talk for a little while. Come on, my African Americans. Let's get this podcast going. (laughs) Thank you, my brown friend. (laughs) So, hopefully, y'all had good weeks. We spent enough time chatting. What is that sound? Can y'all hear? That is the rain coming down here. I apologize for the feedback. We're about to have a rainstorm here. Oh, wow. I thought you was counting beans up in this mug. That, that is racist. That is racist. That is very racist. <laughs> hey, you could be a bean <laughs> counter. See? That's see? You could be a bean counter. Why is it racist? That's, oh, that see? is racist. That is extremely <laughs> racist. You don't like, count, you don't like beans? Or we're going to have to put sanctions on the black rhyme. No, oh, man. Just, just go ahead and call me the N-word. Just call me the N-word while you're at it. Go ahead, man. <laughs> now, Box Wine Poppy, you're not on the roof right now, are you? Because I remember the last hurricane, tornado, oh, whatever, nice. you were up on the roof. Well, like, hey, let's hey, if, if I see some water spring a leak uh, here in a minute, I might have to I might have to run outside with the ladder. But no, nah, man, we cool. Right. We should be, we should be. Cool. Box Wine Poppy reporting live from the roof. <laughs> right. <laughs> Had to go to the video video podcast video, at that point. I was looking, yo, man, I was looking nuts out there. I can, I remember that day. Uh, don't, don't remind me. Let's get to it, man. Let's get to it, fellas. Come on. Yeah, let's get to it. Let's get to it. This week in blackness, hmm, Ishmael don't have nothing written down. You want to go first? Sure, sure. Don't got nothing written down. Don't got a whole lot to talk about. I think my week in blackness, though, actually did see a pretty black movie on Friday. Uh, Went out, actually, with my little sister. Shout out to Alana. Um, she wanted to go see The Last Black Man in San Francisco. I've seen that trailer. I was wondering so, what that, I don't even know what it's about, but I, I don't even know what it is. Yeah, yeah I, break I, it down I to heard us. about it a little bit. I was kind of the same as y'all where I, I knew it existed. I kind of knew the basis, but I didn't know a whole lot. Uh, so Friday, uh, we went out there to see it. And I can say at the end, I still really don't know <laughs> what the movie was about. <laughs> oh, Just wow, as blind. No. 
No, just kidding. It was a it was a really weird movie. Like it's it's definitely an artsy movie. And probably halfway through it, I literally had no idea what was going on. And then there's a point, there's a certain scene where they have this kind of play, and then that really opens up, you know, where the movie's going. So it was good, but it was weird. Um, so yeah, that that was mainly my week in blackness. And me and my sister went uh, out to eat, sat, talked about some politics, some good old uh, political talk, which you know I enjoy. She's into politics also, so uh, got to do that, talk about some politics, see a black movie. Uh, that was about it for me. What about you, uh, Boxwine Poppy? Yo, full disclosure for everybody out there listening, I, I'm just letting you know that uh, this is how my week has gone. I've uh, proud to announce that I am I'm I'm on the CBD oil right now. So if I say anything uh, you know weird oh, wow. or unusual right now, just don't hold it against me. It's it's the CBD oil. Uh, I've been trying it for like this week. I've been tr- I've been trying to see what the fuss is all about, man. I keep hearing people like you know older people in my family, you know, like oh yeah, I've been trying. It really does this and that. Nobody really tells you exactly what it does, but I was like, man, I'm gonna just go ahead and you know buy some of this mess, see what it's about. So I went to like a little shop right around here, paid way too much than this stuff is probably worth. I'm pretty sure this is snake oil, but I've been trying for like the last three four days. I don't feel a damn thing. It ain't doing nothing for me. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm on it right now. So I'm, so if, if anything good, if this podcast actually goes good today, let's blame it on the, on the CBD oil. I mean, did you have any aches and pains in the first place? I mean, yeah, I mean, you just get you know you get older, you can feel like little aches and pains. But I'm just like I'm just trying to see like it does it clear you know because they talk about like oh it like helps with anxiety, it helps with your knee, it, you know it, it's just like it's 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 literally snake oil because they be talking about like it's, it's doing all this and that. So I was like let me just, let me just see what the fuss is about. So I want to try it. I really didn't feel like paying a hundred bucks to see what it what 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 the fuss is about, but I was like, okay, well, I'm just gonna try this one bottle. If it if it don't if it don't do nothing for me, I, I'm done with it. Uh, but I gave it I'm giving it a shot, so I'm trying that right now, man. And it's so what it's do you topical, do? right? Man, what do you do? You just you, like I guess they got different things. Like I went to this little shop. It was like like Carolina Hemp Company. It's like a little company. They they have their own little 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 store, and they sell like a bunch of different oils. But it's from like other companies, other like you know man, distributors or manufacturers, I should say. And so it, it's just like a little thing. It looks like um like like vegetable oil, but it's like in a little like dropper, and you just it's got the little bottle's got a little dropper in it. You just you know put a little bit under your tongue. I'm supposed to hold it there for like thirty seconds, and then swallow it. And then it's supposedly it's supposed to help you, but you don't feel no, you don't feel no, no, you know, no high. I don't, I don't feel high. I don't feel buzz. I don't feel like, although people, some people say they do, which I, I you know, I'm kind of like, I, you know, I haven't felt any of that yet. So I'm just kind of like, okay, well, let's just see what, you know, the, the effects are. But I've been reading some, doing some research and like nobody can really tell you what it does. So I'm, I'm just trying to see what it does. So, so far I can't really say, I can't really say yes or no, but if there's anybody out there that has tried it and had, has seen good results. Let me know. I actually was like in a doctor's office today, and there's like this like really disabled girl that came in, like a young girl with her parents, and uh, I overheard them talking to another family, and they were saying that the, the they were giving the girl CBD oil. And they say it was working, so I you know I don't I don't know the girl. Look, you need to up the dosage, man. Instead of that little dropper, you know, just get the sh- shot glass it. out. Yo, yeah, man, but, take a shot yo, to but, the head. Yo, but it's it's a tiny bottle. It might be like, it's it's tiny. It's like. I don't know, but it's like a hundred dollars. I mean, I mean, this is, it's got to be the most marked up stuff in the world, man. I, I'm, I'm, I guarantee it. Next to printer ink. Yeah, right. I, next to printer ink, I'm guarantee like per, on a per ounce basis, this is the most expensive stuff in the, on, on the market, and people are just buying like hotcakes, no matter where it's from. So, yeah, you, you wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to guzzle it just yet, just to try it. But 
I'm trying. I try. I try a couple little drops here and there every, every day, and so we'll see how it goes. So, so I have actually looked into this. See, <laughs> see, I've looked into this because Ghostface Killer has a uh, <laughs> has a oil. So I was just curious. and of course that'd be the uh, that's, what it was. That's the reason to do it, right? Because Ghostface has got, he got the woo. Hey, when Ghostface was on it, I was just like, what is this? No, nah, let me, let me tell you how out. trash I am. Look, so like I, I I I'm pretty sure it's snake oil. I've been. I've been firm, kind of firmly. I still firmly believe that, even though I spent money on it this time. But it was actually in a, like Consumer Reports uh, magazine last week, last month, or a month, two months ago, just talking about CBD oil and some of its you know benefits and you know where how to buy it and you know state state regulations and stuff like that. And I was like, man, let me just let me just go ahead and try. After I read that, I was kind of like, well, you know, it's kind of skeptical, but I was like, man, let me just try it, just see what see what the fuss is about. And that's what I'm doing, man. But we'll see. Now, the issue is that. So the reason why I didn't go through with it because I was just gonna, you know, put it on joints and stuff like that. You know, put put it on your back. Figure my wife can oh, use oh, it. I, when you said too. joints, I thought you were talking about some other joints. Okay, we just want to clarify there. No. Okay. I guess I it, yeah. I guess it. it's a double entendre. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Y'all know I got bars. Zipping. <laughs> so, but the thing is, is that it'll flag on a drug test. So if you at an employer that uh you know is a drug free work zone, <laughs> you can you can uh you know get flagged. And lose your job over. Yeah, but that's like if you eat like a poppy seed bagel, you'll pop, you'll, you'll show up for heroin. You know, it's like okay, whatever, man. Like, I... no, it's a different level. Like it'll it'll be like same as you smoking. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not worried about it. I don't get tested, so I'm cool. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't feel no. I don't have no effects yet, man. But it, the, the going in there was like a little little trippy, like going to the store because it's like it's legal. It's totally legal. It's not weird or anything like that. But it's kind of like. Like Ryan, you probably never been in there, but Ish, maybe you have. You went to Mizzou. I'm guessing, I'm guessing around the Mizzou area, there was like these little smoke shops that you know sold posters and like other little hippie you know st- stuff and things like that. I don't know if you've ever been in one of those places, and they have like little pipes and stuff like that. But it kind of felt like that when I walked in. It was a lot cleaner, and they had yeah. like little little like little like you know rice krispie treats with infused with <laughs> hemp and you know it's just kind of like and I was like okay y'all this is. And the you know the girl behind the counter, she was a nice girl, but she had like a little nose ring and a little pink hair. What like I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm not really listening to y'all for no like medical Did advice. Did you look at her and you say stereotypical? I'm pretty sure she's like you know like in, you know snorting this up her nose or something like that. When I'm assuming I'm not, not looking or whatever, like that. but it was nice in there, man. They had it, they had it nice in this little shop. I didn't go to no like little sleazy place, but anyway, man, just just try it again. If anybody out there has done this, is doing this too. And it's seeing positive results or seeing negative results. Hit us up. Let us know what let us know what you think. Love to hear you. <laughs> All right. So guess I'm up next. This week in blackness. Um there was one part of my story that I forgot to tell y'all last week about the trip to Dallas. So my apologies for going back to the future, but we're gonna do it. There was a portion of our trip where we decided to go on this safari, right? So you drive through this uh, place, and they got all these animals, uh, uh, lots of hooved animals with horns, rams and whatnot, other animals that I've never heard of uh, or seen for that matter, not really into the into the hooved animals. Uh, they had like uh, big rhinos up in that mug. Rhinos was pretty far away, but it's cool to see a rhino because them mugs was huge. Um... So the one cool thing about it was that you could buy this feed. They gave you like one bag per car and you so you could feed the animals while you up in there. And then we came to the giraffes. So this is what we all have been waiting for. They was like, oh, the other animals, you can't feed them out your hand, but you can feed the giraffes out your hand. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, sweet. This place was very expensive. 
I mean, it was like a hundred, a hundred and something for the car, cause you got to pay per person up in that mug, and kids really wasn't that cheap. So I was like, I hope it's worth it. You know, the kids enjoyed it anyway. Uh, but then we got to the giraffes, which was the only part I cared about. So I'm like, hundred dollars to experience feeding the giraffe on my hand. I'm down. So we get to the giraffes. Mm. Kayla is feeding giraffes got that out the action. window. Yeah, you know, giraffes is extra weird because they got the super long tongue. And uh, they're just mad scary because of the way they neck move, if you really, when you get that close to them. So Trenton is freaking out. He, he tries to feed him. And then as soon as it touches his hand, he screams like a little girl and <laughs> runs to the other side of the truck <laughs> up against the door and uh, drops all the food in the car. Now, there's one that's little that came to the door at first. Not a big deal. Wasn't scary, but there was like a huge one in the back. Mm-hmm. So this one decides, all right, I'm going to come over. So he trots on over, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm about to feed this one. So I put the food in my hand, and me, being the genius that I am, I'm like, I'm going to open the sunroof, and I'm going to just stick my hand out the sunroof. <laughs> Got licked on the forehead. And he can he he get subbed like that, right? <laughs> Yo, why? As soon as I, I put my hand up. He, he started eating, but he was so strong, he was pushing my hand back into the vehicle. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he pushing it back down to the truck. Now his head is all the way down to my armrest. <laughs> he is up in the truck, right? Swinging his head around. He is all up in T's face. He all up in my face. And this is y'all's or the, this is the rental, right? We're in the rental. We're in the rental. <laughs> you, you, didn't, you didn't tell us why way we back. couldn't get him to get up out the truck. We couldn't get him to get out. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, like get out. I don't have any more food. Like we fed him all the food. He was looking around like y'all got some of the snacks up in here. I was like, oh, like how we go get this dude out? So y'all got video of this, right? Come on, tell me y'all got video of this. Oh man, I I think. No oh, man, know, we, need the, we need the right. content. Should've, should've, we need the content. Been the new brother nature. Dude, I dropped it. I dropped the camera, so it wouldn't have mattered. But all I got is like two seconds of me going, okay, okay. I got a lot of food. I don't <laughs> you know, have any more. Ish, you know Ryan was screaming like a little girl, too. <laughs> <laughs> right. He tried to put on the kids. Right, so That's why the video vanished, yeah. mysteriously disappeared. Yeah, man. So finally, Kayla, she was she was uh, uh, quick on her feet. Mm-hmm. She takes the bag of food that she had a couple more pellets in, stuck it out the window, and she starts shaking the bag. And so then he looks, and then he comes back out the sunroof and goes back to the bag. And I immediately shut the sunroof. <laughs> so we almost died, death by giraffe. But uh, it was cool. It was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Were, were you amazed by how strong the, uh, like, a, literally yes. like a giraffe's tongue is? Like, like, yo, man. Yeah, man. It was crazy. It was crazy. Cause and then you know like it's really like biting out your hand too and you know just looking at it man it's just they just move weird to me because they neck so long yeah man that's why I don't want I don't want no I don't want no smoke with any animal man like like <laughs> those little even those little animals you think like okay that little animal I could I could, I could knock that no man them animals will tear you up man <laughs> limb from limb yeah yeah you would immediately be dead Word. Yeah, wouldn't take much and man, yo, giraffes yeah, can man, run was... too Giraff- I've seen like video of giraffes yeah they can fast run, man oh mm-hmm yep. They gotta run from like uh, crazy lions and stuff. If you strong, you brave enough to go after a giraffe, kind of stupid. But hey, you could take them down sometimes. I think. So uh, that's about that was last week. But anyway, so this week I did get a chance to let's talk about the stupid movie first. I peeped the movie. As soon as I saw the title, I was like, I'm gonna watch this movie. It was called The Man Who Killed Hitler, and then B- Bigfoot. 
the man who killed Hitler, and then Bigfoot. What, what deep cable you channel was this on? <laughs> hey, <laughs> right. It was, it was a DVD, man. It was a DVD. Why would you to, even think if I saw that movie title, I would be like, hell to the no. Like, what makes That's you what run I in the other direction? Because if you make a movie like that, somebody pays you to make said movie, and you shoot it, and get it printed up on DVDs, I got to see that, man. Because that's got to be the craziest thing ever. It's, it's like a Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter or whatever those movies were. Remember Abraham that? Lincoln Vampire Hunter is a great book. I did watch the movie, which was cool, but the book is great. Same reason why I watched I read that book, too. <laughs> because I was like, this is stupid. Let me check it out. But it was actually good. But uh, as far as the movie goes, mm, not so good. Not so good. I'm not sure. Uh, he got a couple people in it, like the dude from... What was that show we was watching, Paul, about the dude who jumped off the roof? Uh, a Million Little... A mil- uh, yeah, A Million Little Lies or... Lies? A Million Pieces. Is it lies? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, the TV yeah. show. So that dude was in it. Yes, that dude was in it. Uh, and the... Dang, what's that old man's name? I just said I need to remember before I come on here, but that's okay. But yeah, he's in it. He's like a... Um, basically a men in black type of dude that comes to get him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I heard stories when I was younger that you killed a man during World War II. And he's like, yes, I did. <laughs> he cut him off so he couldn't say that he killed Hitler. But he has flashbacks throughout so you can see what happened. And ultimately, he does just what the title says. So uh, some parts of the movie was good. It was interesting just from a, a filmmaking standpoint. But not good. I'm not sure who that dude knows. I don't know who, who who's in love with him. I don't know whose wife he knows, but uh, yeah, that brother got that movie greenlit some kind of. Okay, movie. so that was trash. But I also know that you watched that Chernobyl. Trash. So, like, what, what was your take on that? Did you did. watch the whole thing? I did. Are you in agreement? I even watched episode four. I watched episode four. It was good. Um, despite what you said, I did uh, watch it with the wife in the room. I don't think she was really paying attention. Well, that that, but, that helps. Uh, <laughs> she was there. Yeah, yeah. But it it was one of those movies like. It was so interesting the fact that all that stuff happened. Yeah, that's what I, that's what tripped me out to happen. You just like, dude, I can't believe any of this happened. First of all, <laughs> but you know, just over and over again, just the incompetence of it all, I, and then the the cover up to make it even more incompetent. That that too, but also, but there was something amazing, like in the 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 the, the heroism of the of the just the regular people. I mean, like the dudes that were like, hey, we're gonna we we we're gonna give you like a like 50 extra rubles that's probably like you know the equivalent of like 12 dollars <laughs> right. and, and i don't know what 800 rubles is but 800 rubles for you to go out here and dig this trench word and, and, <laughs> and you know go in here and basically like suicide mission we'll give you like you know you, you'll get if you live you'll get a promotion a slight promotion and if you and you and if you die we'll give you we'll give your your family 800 rubles and they were like okay i'll take that and they're like because in america right. like look man can you pa- picture if that happened in st louis like you know you'd have to pay people like Heck no it basically like that movie Armageddon where they the dudes would have to get like millions of dollars and they never have to pay taxes yeah. the rest of their life. That's what you would have to do for, for them dudes just to, to 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 go do that in the United States. But they're just like, hey, eight hundred rubles, which is nothing, and you, we straight. That is yeah, that is twelve dollars and seventy nine cents. Right, <laughs> that's, that's trash. And then the miners, <laughs> it's less than I thought it was. It, I thought it was like eighty dollars. And then shouts to the Russian miners. If you haven't seen that 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 episode, yeah, that yeah, was dope. Them cold. dudes was, was about it, about it, and they didn't get paid nothing. Yeah, they were just they, 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 they just round them dudes up and when said, they you pump, "Come on." 
Yeah, when they when they punked the government dude, he was like, "Yeah, now you look like the the uh, oil." What do you say? The coal, yeah, uh, coal minister uh, or something like that. Minister of coal. Yeah, the minister of coal. They just start wiping their hands on his face and on his uh, suit. <laughs> dude was dirty as a mother, yeah. but yeah, man, they was pretty gangster. But uh, yeah, overall good. It's worth seeing, so you should check it out, Ish. Um, there, there are, but I think all the just, just spoiler, just seen. spoiler for Ish. There are no black people in it. I just want to let you know that. There, <laughs> don't be upset. That's a fact. That's a fact. Not not a one. Not, not a single one. No. They didn't even throw none in the background, no. bro. We out on there. It was less black people than in Game of Thrones. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So other than that, movies that y'all have heard of, I saw the movie Us. Oh. Finally got a chance to see it because it came out on DVD this week. So uh, I checked that out through uh, the red box. All right. And Ishmael, you said you saw Us, right? In the theater. Saw in the theater. Yep. Because uh, he's living the life where he can move about the world as he sees fit and uh, I had to wait for the DVD got a chance to check it out very weird movie but really enjoyed it I enjoyed it um, I don't really know what people were expecting from the movie because I, I was looking at the reviews even on the red box it was like don't waste your money oh my god this is so stupid oh uh, why did they make this how do I get my two hours back it wasn't that bad like come on like, it was entertaining. Uh, it's probably just not the the answer that you want at the end. Um, but if you just go with what happened and say, okay, well, this is what happened and this is the world that you're living in, you know, it's it's, it's a movie. I, I've heard enough bad reviews of? about it that I'm, I'm I, I kind of want to see the first when I first saw the of course the the open the first commercial that in, that came out. I was like, oh yeah, I'm I'm all about this. But then after hearing some it's reviews, I was kind of like, eh. So I might have to check it out when it comes on HBO or whatever like that. But I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was a good movie. I think the people who didn't like it, I feel like they expected it to be something different. Um what was the uh, other movie Jordan Peele did? Um Get Out. Get Out. Get Out. Yeah, 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 I think people were expecting it to be another Get Out, which it wasn't. I mean it was a completely no. different movie. And even the way they marketed it kinda People felt like it was going to be a horror movie, which it wasn't. It was more of a thriller, you know, type of movie. Right. Get Out was, uh, no, wasn't a I horror movie it. either, though. I, th- I mean, I think that's what he's, that's kind of his little lane. It's like, they, it makes you think it's a horror movie, but it's really more, they're more thriller movies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I think Well, it depends what, what you think horror is. is. I mean, uh, what what is, I mean, it could be horrifying to live through what they went through in the movie. You know, we, we I don't know. Because any slasher movie, we say it's a horror movie. So why is it that we say that us wouldn't be? Because it's kind of the same thing. I guess we're so jaded on all the horror stuff nowadays. I mean, as, you know, as graphic and as extreme as it can be, like I mean, like this is us. Yeah, there's a couple. Of, there's some definitely some a couple a few scary scenes, and it's got a spooky you know premise and stuff like that. But it ain't, ain't really too much going on, which, is, which makes it palatable. Because I was trying, kept trying to tell the wife like, you ain't gonna be scared watching this, but she was still like, I, I can't watch that, so she never watched it with me. She's shaky, though. Now, the one thing that I'm going to say is why I want to give mad props to Lupita. Because her character, she killed it. Because that character was so weird. (laughs) And it was so weird to look at her. It was so weird to just see her mannerisms and all that stuff. And then on the DVD, of course, I watched the bonus scenes and everything. And she stayed in character, they said, the entire time. Because they uh, basically played two parts. Right. So they would film it one way and then turn around and film it the other way, which is extra dope. 
And I know as an actor, you got to love that where you can get a chance to really expand. And anytime you can play a crazy character, I'd be down if I was acting. Mm. Um, so you get to do something else. But uh, yeah, man, like just her sitting there, they would just keep the camera on her while they were saying other things. Like even when she talked to the directors and stuff, she would she would only talk in that particular character voice. Like she wouldn't change. Yeah, that voice was crazy. Yeah. I know she had to train for that, you know, to be able to do that too. Heck yeah. But uh, shout out to her for that, man. Like this, these are kind of roles I think people should get awards for. Like when you make up something kind of new that nobody's done before. Um, that's not really how the how the Oscars work. Um, hashtag Oscar so white. But other than that, you know, I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed her performance. Everybody did pretty good. Actually, the the uh, young girl, I thought she did a good job. Just with her, uh, just the faces that she made. Just being the other character, like she totally looked like a different girl, even though she was the same. You know, and that's that was uh, that's some good acting. But that's pretty much it for mine. All right. So y'all want to get into these get into these topics? Hell yeah, let's do it. Spend a lot of time talking, but I think it's a good talk. As you know, this week we had a reparations hearing. All this time, all these years, we've been we've been hoping Ishmael that one day, <laughs> one day, little black boys and little black girls not only will be able to hold hands and go to class together, but that we will be given our forty acres and a mule. So we finally got the opportunity to have hearings to see if that would happen. And what happened? Not a damn thing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing happened. Nobody took it seriously. Did y'all get a chance to hear any of the uh, uh, your people, any of your representatives, speak about their uh, their uh, time there? Definitely, I did. Ish, I don't know if you want to you want to kick it off first or, or what. Uh, you go ahead. Okay, yeah, I, I, I listened to a little bit. I didn't I didn't catch it live, of course. I was I was busy working, man. Crazy, Ryan. I, I know how you feel. It's like uh, you get back from vacation, you feel like, man, I need a vacation from my vacation just to kind of ease into work. But then you, you know, you go to work that first Monday, you're like, damn, all this stuff I gotta I gotta catch up on, and all you know, I'm behind all these emails and all that stuff like that. You just like, I just need f- three more days off to, to kind of just get my mind right, man. Don't work out like that. But anyway, I listened to it. Uh, definitely was very compelled by uh, the Ta-Nehisi Coates, uh, you know, prepared statement and stuff like that. That was, I think he made the the most compelling case for it. But, I mean, I thought it was good. I mean, you know, it ain't going to really go nowhere. And I don't really know what the plan is. But it's, it's interesting, man. I, you know, although, you know, I, I'm, I'm skeptical that it'll ever happen. It's not going to happen under this this administration. That's that's 100, a billion percent for sure. So I don't know, man. Really? Can you... You can't even get the twenty dollar bill uh, done under this administration. That then got pushed back eight years. Yeah. So, but if, but, no reparations had. But if you if anybody has a chance, man, just if you find a little video clip of Ta-Nehisi Coates and his little his little statement, I mean, it's maybe two three minutes long, but it's 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 quite compelling, man. I mean, obviously he's a he's a, a great writer, a, a very eloquent speaker. I think he he made uh, the case uh, very very eloquently. Yeah, and he, you know, I like the fact that, because I saw um, his statement, I didn't watch the entire hearings, but I have been kind of following it in the news, especially as they asked the uh, Democratic presidential candidates about it. Um, But I like the way Coach, you know, kind of went directly at Mitch McConnell, because Mitch McConnell, they asked him, and he's like, oh, you know, 
Well, I don't think we need to do that. It was 150 years ago. Nobody was alive, and you know oh. they got Obama. You know, so basically, we even, we're good. even. <laughs> <laughs> we had the black president. We gave him that. Like we're right. good. So I like the fact that he kind of addressed that directly and just showed how ridiculous that it was. Um, I like the fact that the presidential candidates are talking about it, but I'm with you, Paul. I really don't think this is coming anytime soon, if ever. I mean, I guess you have to talk about it. You have to keep that um, conversation going. But until you get somebody that can explain it in a way where it doesn't feel like, you know, because right now it's just like, all right, we say we're going to give reparations to black people, and then all the people who are not black are like, wait, like, this is some bull. Why they get money and I don't? Word. Like, and I'm like, never my, mind. You know, my, my people Why don't they here. understand? That's what I don't understand. What, what's the problem? What don't you understand about it's for black people? They don't, well, it's they for, understand, but they don't, they don't feel like it's fair. And even like McConnell oh, said, I think he really encapsulated, like, the general white view on reparations. This was our ancestors. It was a long time ago. I wasn't alive. Don't blame me. They feel like it's punishment. And again, never mind. America has paid reparations to Native Americans, to Japanese Americans, to all these other groups. But when it comes to black people, like, America just ain't rocking with us like that. So I have no hope. Because there's a lot lot of (laughs) y'all. That's because the only difference is we were strong enough to survive. That's the difference. I mean, everybody else, you died off. I mean, the Native Americans, they died off. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah. less of them. So, it's easier to do that. Uh, Japanese Americans, they got theirs for the internment camps and all yeah. that. But, uh, very few man, they should be able to give us something. You should be able to give us that, something. Uh, so that, uh, a college education, yeah. give it our students. So, loans, that's, that, that's what I want to ask you. Like, uh, so, I mean, like, okay, we, can, we don't need to. I mean, we don't need to debate the, the reparations, whether it's. I mean, but, like, what would you. Like, it, like. If this was going to happen, I'm think I'm pretty sure it's not going to be like straight cash. It's not going to be like the direct deposit two thousand dollars in all y'all's checking accounts. That's probably not what's going to happen. Two thousand or whatever 2, it is, whatever it is. You know, I mean, it's what it's it's what, how many? It's yeah, fifteen percent of the population, three hundred million. So that's like okay. So that's like yeah, man. That's that's a, that's a lot of money. Okay. So, but like, what, like, okay, you talk about the forty acres meal, but like, if they said, like, hey, man, we're just gonna divide up like all this this land and like, Mon- you know, the states where we don't nobody lives at Montana, would y'all take that now? Would I mean, if they was like a hundred acres, would, would what, what what would y'all like re- realistically take or, or accept as like, hey, this is I, that's a that's a good deal. Land, I mean, I mean what you know, what, what what could what could be? I mean, because that's I mean, giving them money is probably not. But they got they got land, so I'm like, give them land. But like, is it good land? I don't know. But like, was is that even what people y'all would about, want? I don't know. How about how about how about interest free loans on a house? Can we get that? We can. It's stuff that you can do, man. It really is. That's what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm just I'm just, trying, I'm just trying to think out of the box. Like, interest free loans. I mean, like, so what? Like, uh, but like, how how? Lo- but how long is like uh free college life? Like, is, is it just this generation? The next generation gets none. I mean, how's like how would that work? You know what I'm saying? Uh, it can't be. It can't be. It can't be in perpetuity, right. right? It can't be in perpetuity. Anybody that's born, no. anybody that's born after a certain time, no, you can't get it. I mean, you got to have a cutoff date. When it happens, it happens. Yeah, yeah. Because I think and the you're whole not paying point, dead people. Yeah, the whole point of the reparations is to try to even at least acknowledge. You're trying, you're trying to so, acknowledge. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, the the fact that you have so many, um, you know, as white people who have benefited from like family 
wealth, just stuff that's passed down, houses passed down, money but stuff passed that, down. But, but stuff that and was black right. people don't have that. So even if you just do it for a generation, if you say everybody from whatever age eighteen or age sixteen up beyond, if you take care of them, then ideally those people are going to be then have something to pass down to the next generation. Yeah, so no, exactly. it's not just like, hey, we're just going to give black people money for the next hundred years. It's like, no, let's take care of, let's make this right with this generation. And then it's up to that generation to, you know, go for the future. And maybe you have some some fail-safe means, like you talk about um, free interest or no interest loans or something like that. Maybe you do that for a little bit longer but I think if you're talking about actual whatever it is, money, whether it is property, whether it is land, whether it is whatever, I think that's, you know, for whatever age group that you decide. Be interesting. I, I, I could definitely see the, the it just I just need to see the plan. That's that's the big thing. They talk, have all these hearings still there, but like they need to just move past that and like, like talk about some actual plans. But. I, 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 Your man Bernie said he was going to tax Wall Street and he was going to get the money from that. Well, I know you talk about the student loans. Well, that was to pay student, yeah, student loans. loans. My yeah, bad. Bernie said he don't my bad, my bad. down with the reparations. What? Mm. Okay. Or, or basically, he, he basically said, you know, he kind of gave the talk around that. So like, well, if we take care of student loans and we take care of these other things, we won't need to do reparations because those people will, you know, they're a part of the affected underclass. So that's basically his uh, mo on it. Me personally, like I, I feel like if it was you know because a lot of people are probably, you know when people think reparations they think like straight check you know cut you know cut the check give it give out I, I think that'd be bad because a lot of people I mean I'm not saying you know black people squander money more than other other people but you know a lot of it would go to paying off bills and you know or be squandered and I would that it, it really wouldn't build you know well you know what I'm fine with that I'm fine with that because you had a chance. Just like all the uh, other people that came uh, over to this country the way they came over, they had a chance. No, but I'm saying, I'm saying, they had a but shot. I'm saying, like, if, if you're gonna do it, make it. I, I would rather be land because at least there's a chance that it's gonna go up in value. You can, appre- right. your family can move right. there. You can appreciate and you can hold it long term. But you can sell it. You can you sell can, it and get well, the money. You, and you, still you can, have but, the same but it's problem. a lot hard. It's, it's just more hoops to go through. But if it's just you know, if it's oh, I don't know what the money is, but if it's, if it's five thousand dollars in cash in your in your bank, it just goes straight to your bank account. Then that's gonna be gone in a few in a year or two. For yeah, most that's, people, for most that's people. why that, five thousand wouldn't be a suitable amount if you're gonna do it. Like you don't have to do it. It's gonna have to be impact making uh, money. So yeah, fifty something like that. And you know the money. And you know issue. It we sounds have, you know, crazy, and everybody's like, Lincoln "Oh my gosh, this is way too expensive." But bad. when you look at the military spending that we oh, have, yeah. I mean, that's probably you take away two airplanes, you could probably pay for all of that. I don't know about that. And, and it's not like we don't have airplanes. Like, if we don't buy these two, uh, the military is, you know, we can't do what we need to do. No. So the money is there. It's just in America, um, I guess, the the priority be, isn't there. If you gave, it's, just not as, it's just not that important. If you consider that 300 million people in America and there's about 15% are black, and you gave everybody, a man, woman, child, fifty thousand dollars. That'd be two point two five trillion dollars. So yeah, that's a that's a lot. <laughs> how much is the air, How much is the, the latest airplane uh, that they got? Uh, it's not two point two five trillion with a T. That's that's that's. <laughs> it's, it's up there though. They cost. Oh, it's a, a, a maybe a. 
No, it's not even a billion, but yeah, a trillion is a lot more than a billion. Oh no, I know. How, I mean, I know yeah. how much a trillion is. I'm just saying, like the money could be there if it was a power. If there was a, let's say, if there was a hurricane that just came through and wiped out a city and did 2.15 trillion dollars worth of damage, the government will come up with the money. Like the money, unless is it's there. New Orleans, then they won't. <laughs> exactly, unless it's black people. Right. And right. then they'll find a way to give everybody interest-free loans to buy that land up. <laughs> you know how it is, man. Like if we're getting screwed over, everybody gets all these benefits. But if it's gonna benefit us, yeah, we can't. We can't really find a way to do it. We can't. We can't accomplish that. Yeah, just have so, the government take all the uh, what is it? Foreclosed homes, abandoned homes, like you said, fix them up, give them to black people. Just, I'll take it. Yeah, just give me the raw land, man. I'll figure. I'll figure it out. But give me, give me some raw land somewhere. Mm-hmm. No, they, I need a house on that joint. Yeah, man. Don't waste my time. <laughs> <laughs> Got to give me a foundation, some sewers, or something. Even man, if I on. need to fix it up grass. or renovate it, don't give me no, <laughs> no regular land. That's bro. upkeep, man. I don't, I don't right. want all the upkeep, man. I just want. I just want the land. Let me. Let me take the land. Now, Paul. What's up, Paul? I need you to answer one question, all man. Right. Can you confirm or deny that your representative? Representative Garcia said, "What would Jesus do about reparations?" What's that say? I did not hear. I, I did not catch that part. Though. You got to fill me in on this. I'm, I'm clueless. Man, My representative Garcia, hey. the one dude named Garcia. I'm just saying, he's brown. He's probably brown delegation. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and assume what what they say from Texas. What they say? What would Jesus do about reparations? What would you want? Right. I just wanted to confirm whether or not that was said. I don't know if it was said. I mean, that's that's a question for you. What would what would Jesus say uh, about reparations? Do you think he would do Man, it? Man, that's the dumbest question. He wouldn't have had to because he wouldn't have done what he did and what they did in the first place to have it. So that's that. It's ridiculous, man. I can't believe that was said. If it was said, yeah, well, it all depends. It all depends <laughs> on what side the aisle, Mr. Mister, Mrs. Garcia was on. You know that, man. Come on now. <laughs> Still dumb. All right, all right, all right. Let's but, move yeah, on. Let's get a little lighter. Way. Lighter topic. A little lighter. Speaking of a little lighter, <laughs> this was said. That's Doctor Marijuana Pepsi. Whose story is this, Paul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must be yours. This, this is kind of going back to you know more like crazy, you know, crazy ethnic names, man. But this kind of this lady made made kind of popped up in the news this week. I guess she became a, officially a doctor. I don't remember what, what university she went to, but she her name her her mom for whatever reason she it's like a forty some year old lady decided back in the day to name her marijuana Pepsi whatever her last name is, and so now she's a doctor. <laughs> And so there was just a bunch of articles about this lady. I guess she's been in the news before or on, on TV before because of an unusual name. And now she popped up again because she's a doctor. And I'm just like, Dr. Wow. Marijuana Pepsi. So, like, that is, that, that, that's definitely up there for the most unique name. And, but they said the mom was like, oh, she want like, I guess so she has a sister that's named, you know, something, you know, plain, like, you know, Sarah or something like that. But then she was like, she wanted this, this daughter to be unique. So she called her Marijuana Pepsi. You know, no telling what her mom was doing at the time when she didn't decide her name of this, but uh, but yeah, man, I thought it just just a little interesting story, man. Did y'all catch this one? I did not know, mm-hmm. but we need to applaud this lady for making it up out the ghetto, because if your mama named you that, you know it was a struggle when you was growing up, man. So I salute you for for getting this far. That's crazy. Uh, and yeah, I, I saw the story. You know, it went. It went viral all over social media. You know, a lot of people were uh, giving her props. Her last name is Van Dyke. 
Um, but yeah, her sisters were her sisters, Robin and Kimberly. So yeah, they got pretty regular names. But you know, the interesting thing is that a lot of people, of course, asked her, "Why didn't you change your name?" Uh, and she was just adamant that she didn't want to change her name. Like that's who she was. That's what her mother named her. She felt like she didn't need to change her name to try to, you know, hide who she was. And she just like, look, I'm achieve what I'm achieve. Regardless of what my name is, and I'm sure, again, that may have made things difficult for her in certain aspects, um, but she was able to get it done. So shout out to her. I wish, you know, her mother would have named her Coke, you know, marijuana Coke, but that probably is too. It's <laughs> probably too druggy. You know, I'm a, uh, I'm a fan of the Coca-Cola over Pepsi, but uh, marijuana Even she got to draw the line somewhere. You just yeah. Even her her, <laughs> her mother was like, hey, that's. <laughs> That's a little That's too, too far. Too far. <laughs> <laughs> no Pepsi is better. What you think I am? What I look like? Right. Think I'm some kind of idiot? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure all her friends call her Mary Jane. You got to. You don't really have no choice. But uh, yeah, man, that that is crazy. Yeah, definitely don't name your kids this, man. Don't 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 do this. Don't do this, folks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Thinking. Uh, speaking of making it. We you talking about the Miss Miss uh, Pepsi, Doctor oh, Pepsi. Lord. Let's get it right. Doctor Pepsi made it, and it's that time of year where we can watch black people making it out here in the world. We just had the NFL draft, and this past week we had the NBA draft lottery. No, not lottery draft. Period. Mm-hmm. NBA draft was this weekend. Those of you that were uh, longtime listeners, y'all know when we had the draft last year. It became the Mama Mock Draft. We had the Mama Mock Draft because the Mamas was looking good last year. It was a legendary year. Paul. Legendary year last year. Yes, it was legendary. This is the crop that we're going to be talking about for the next 10 years. A once in a generation group of talent. Uh And uh, Paul, how did this year's uh, 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 draft picks hold up to last year? Man, I have never been more disappointed in a Mama NBA draft than 2019. (laughs) This was an abysmal draft. Uh, We already knew... We already kind of knew, you know, the, the the number one pick, Zion's mom, was not going to be so hot. But, you know, we were hoping there would be some talent, you know, later in the rounds. And it turned out there was it was disappointing the week. I, I, I will say we'll give it up to the, the number one pick, uh, Jared Culver's mama, uh, number six pick to the, to yep. the Suns. The Suns are going to be trash. Uh, but, yeah, his, his mama looking pretty good. The rest of the mamas? Uh, pretty average. Pretty, pretty, pretty mediocre class, man. So I, I was out. I was definitely disappointed, and I did not appreciate that they had all the moms, the families walk out at the beginning of the draft. Man, that takes away all the mystery. I basically basically ended my night early, man. I could I just could turn the draft off after the first two minutes, man. That's all I need to see. It was over. Oh, really? Wow, wow. What do you think about this? It, it, it ain't gonna touch this one. Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> he he can. He can. Come on, man. Well, I think the uh, the NBA. I think they must listen to the Black Delegates podcast for sure because it seemed like a direct reaction. You know, we had the the Mama Mock draft shenanigans last year, and this year it seemed like the NBA they had more of dads front and center. You know, they were like, "Look, we're not about to have Box Ron Poppy, uh, you know, messing up with all these shenanigans again." So you saw when they, whenever they talked to uh, what's her name, Maria Taylor, after they got drafted, and uh, talked to Adam Silver, a lot of the dads came over and did the interviews with them. So 
Uh, I think that was a direct response to you. Yeah, I didn't participate last year, not participating this year, uh, but it was a cool draft. It was a boring draft overall, by the way. I just want to say that. Like, Zion, Ja, ja that was fun. Everything after that, like, I could have done without it all, man. And then my, my man, uh, Bol Bol, just out there languishing. We knew, me and Ryan, we knew right. instantly this dude. We soon as we saw the outfit on, we were like, hey, this dude is not getting drafted. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, we cannot draft this Yo, man. Yo, who, who, who is Bol Bol's mama? Oh, man, look. <laughs> Yo, she probably, Yo, you know Ryan got that suit in his closet right now, bro. <laughs> Yo, that suit was so whack with the spider on there, man. Come on, man. It looked like he made it. it looked like he made that thing himself, man. <laughs> right, basically. Now, the the main thing I'm gonna say about the draft though is they need to fix the situation with the hats. A lot of people done talked about it. Why? Where? Why talked about wear it the hats? I don't get why wait, you wear need the hats. to either move the draft back a week or move the start of the off season official start up a week so that when teams trade for players, they can have the proper hat. You got all these people. Oh, he's drafted by the Lakers, but the they already agreed to trade him to the Pelicans. Why is he wearing the Lakers hat? He's never going to play for the Lakers. And this isn't something new. If you look at, like, Kobe Bryant, he was drafted by the 76ers, but he played for the Lakers his entire no. career. Hornets. Hornets. That's or right. the Hornets, Hornets. Yeah. yeah, the Hornets. And uh, he played for the Lakers his entire career. So let these dudes, when they get drafted, let them have the proper hat. You only get drafted once. You're going to have that picture forever. Just stop it, NBA. And this year with so many trades that it really was just stupid. And on and on the okay. same tip, they okay. also should have, like, an alternative, like, uh, get get rid of the NBA hat and get, like, the NBA scully. For, for dudes like, you know, the, the man Kobe White with the hair, you know, <laughs> Joe right. Kim Noah. Like, man, you, you they looking – I mean, yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah, but you got to have a visor or yeah, something. Yeah, they looking nuts, man. They just looking straight <laughs> nuts with the hat just resting up there, like, four feet off the ground, off the top of their head, man. It's, it looks It looks whack. Don't do it, man. Just give them a yeah, give them a, a headband or something, man. Come on now. Right. A headband would be fun. That would be tough. <laughs> and the NBA hats were trash this year. The draft hats were all trash. Yeah. 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 I agree with that. I think uh I mean, and it's one of those things, man. It would literally take two seconds for the commissioner to say, Okay, next year, you're just gonna wear the if you get traded before you come up here, you wear the right the right hat, the team that you go to. Period. And it'd be over with. Cause it's just. But I guess it could all. I guess they do that though. Couldn't it be because like I mean, something could fall through. Some fails are physical. Some you know there could be other parts to it. You know the draft. I mean, it's it's to the. It could. It's possible, right? Yeah, it's but that possible. Rarely happens because right. they already got their physicals. How often has it happened? We just had a. Never. We just had a dude. Well, that was in football, but there was just that dude with the with that heart cartilage problem, and he was super tall, and he was an honorary draftee. But they found that out before the draft, so it didn't affect anything. But but let's say that that happens. Let's say that. This happens one and once every five years. <clears throat> Excuse me. So now you have one player with the wrong hat in a five-year span versus twenty players every single year. Like exactly. I'd rather have that happen than the way they're doing it now. It's just it's just stupid. Anything? Yep. Anything else on the draft? Y'all want to y'all want to dish on? Do y'all think that there was any there's any correlation in uh, uh, ball having a baller son? And having a hot mama. Is there a correlation to that? Are we saying the baller dads, baby daddies, or out here, uh, they looking for the hotter chicks? If you're from, is that how it works? If you're from, Lithu- like if you're from, Lithu- the- if you're from Lithuania, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your name's Donsik. The worst the hooper. The, 
the worse the Hooper, the worse the mama. So mm. trying to figure that out. I don't know, man. The, the the number one draft pick this year was a church was a church mama. So I I think I think you know it, it, there there could be something to that. I don't know, man. It just it just kind of depends, man. That's a that's a one out of one out of sixty. <laughs> <laughs> so not good odds. They got a minister dissing dissing the church mamas. Wow. Hey man, she she's the number one pick this year. I mean, we only, we didn't even draft nobody else. I I can't even think of nobody else. Yo, man, 2018 was legendary. That's all I can say. 2019, we got to get it out of here. We we just go ahead and rename this this uh this 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 draft the 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 Luca the the Mama Doncic honorary draft. That's what we're gonna do. Yep, yep. All right. So we got a uh, we got Lavar Ball. More hoop talk. Ones. Okay. So this your boy. This your LeVar boy. You Ball about was it. banned. He was banned for a switch gears comment. So what what he do this time? So you didn't see it? No, I didn't watch it. Oh, man, what man. do you what do you see, man? <laughs> you didn't watch what do you Y'all see? Y'all expect me to always know everything on That's Earth, man. Boy. I can't this is your boy. You I can't know everything that happens you on Earth. You are the BBB defender, man. You got to stay on top of all the BBB news. You can make a Google like a little Google alert on this stuff, man. Oh no, man, I don't want to have an <laughs> alert about Lavar. If it hits my radar, it hits my radar. But other than that, I don't care. No, I mean this was pretty much everywhere. That's that's why I was surprised because uh-uh. it was everywhere. Uh, Did it happen while I was out? Uh, I might have been. I don't think. I think it was I like this been, weekend. Yeah, it was. Friday. It was. It was after the draft. It was. It was after. It was after the draft. So you were back home yeah. by then. Well, remember, remember, I ain't come back till Sunday or Monday. No, you were home for the draft. Sunday. You were watching the draft. We were, we were all on the chat together. Well, the draft was on Thursday. Right, this yeah, was yeah. after the draft, so. But oh, okay. Anyway, uh, LeVar Ball was on ESPN, and I'm trying to see, what's, um. It was, it was Stephen what's A. What's Jalen Rose's wife's name? Oh, Molly, yeah, well, yeah, Molly Rose now, but it's like Molly, yeah, Molly. Karam or something like that. Yeah, Molly Karam. So, uh, LeVar Ball was on, what, I guess first take yep. with uh, Stephen A. Smith, Max Kellerman, and Molly Karam. And they're talking about one topic or whatever, and then all of a sudden, you know, LeVar Ball's LeVar Ball. And all of a sudden, she asked him, she said, you know, hey, LeVar, I want to switch gears with you for a minute. Um, and so she goes to, like, change the subject. And he says, oh, well, you can switch gears with me anytime. And, like, immediately, Stephen A., like, made a face oh, like, yeah. oh, oh, no. Like, <laughs> like LeVar, what are really? you doing? And Max Kellerman kind of made a face. And Molly Karam looked like, and she said, oh, let's just stick to, you know, basketball or something. Let's just stick to sports. And so you okay. could see this obvious, like, tension. And so LeVar ended up, well, after the show, you know, they said, um, you know, she felt offended. Like, he made a sexual um comment towards her the sexual innuendo or uh and so espn and she and espn asked lavar to apologize lavar was like first he didn't say anything then he said what are you talking about i wasn't implying anything sexual i just used her term i said yeah you can switch gears with me anytime i was talking about you know sports switch your gears <laughs> and um and so espn has now said they're, you know, basically LeVar Ball's banned from the network. They said, we're not oh. bringing him on anymore. You know, we don't tolerate that type of disrespect. So I wanted to know what you guys thought about. Like, did you feel like 
it was a sexually charged comment or not even sexually charged but do you feel like it was a flirtatious comment or do you feel like that i mean he's just an innocent thing that got uh misinterpreted so paul you saw it i saw it ryan hasn't seen it so what'd you feel I, I'm, I'm all for this look man this is this is it, it I, I don't i think the statement is by itself it probably was he, he was he knew it was a double entendre and it, it was ambiguous but I think you got to look at this man's history. So you, you remember, like when he was on, I don't know if it was first take. It was some other show with a woman, and he was like, kind of like, you know, like let, you know, so you stay in your lane. Remember that whole like you stay in your lane type thing? He's he he had that incident, and there was another one where he kind of said something like, kind of like, you know, not sexual nature, but just kind of like, you know, kind of flirty kind of in nature, man. And so he's had a couple of these little little run-ins with like, especially women. It seems like he's kind of like talked down to them or kind of like. Treat them as objects, and then plus on top of that, I'm just sick of Levar Ball, man. This dude's nuts. He's sitting up there with the BBB shirt. Like BBB does not. BBB is a company in his own head, and they always every time it shows like his little, you know, his little name is his Levar Ball, you know, founder of BBB Sportswear. Like man, it doesn't exist. Okay, here we go. There's Hold like on. two shirts. Levar, can I switch gears with you for? Because I have a question you here. Can switch gears with me anytime. <laughs> Let's stay oh, focused boy. here. All right. Um, he wasn't smiling really. He ain't really even say nothing. He ain't really make no faces like he normally would. He didn't try to make that sexy face. <laughs> like I'm sure LeVar Ball would try to do. <laughs> if he was really spitting game, he would make a goofy face, and that would be his sexy face. But right? look, man, you can tell. You can tell. Like you, can, man, you can kind of also tell because, like, in his response when he like said like you know he kind of tried to defend himself, but he was also kind of like throwing the blame on her, like about like how like how it came out. I was like, man, come on, man, just. Just take your little lumps and move on, man. But this dude, it's just, it's, it's something with this dude. Like he just can never admit, like he's wrong. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's in, he's a delusional man. He, he was, you know, before the draft, he's telling they should, they, the Lakers should have drafted all, still draft, should draft all three ball, ball brothers, man. Nobody drafting that middle kid, man. No one, no one's <laughs> drafting that middle kid. Team in, team in Ukraine ain't drafting him. And then, like after the, after his son got traded, which we knew was gonna happen. He's sitting there talking about like, oh, I was doing like some Jedi mind trick. I wanted, I wanted the Lakers to trade him. I, I want him in, I want him in New Orleans. That's where I want him at. This, this, this is the plan all along. Man, shut the hell up, man. You ain't even like your son even signed a BBB no more. What are you talking about, man? Just, I'm so, I'm so sick of. So cancel him, please, because I'm sick of. I've been sick of seeing him for a long time, man. So sick of all. And ESPN well, gave him way too much hype back in the day. After, yeah, after hearing this, I, I don't, I don't care, man. This is not. This is not serious. It's really not. I thought it was gonna be way worse than it was. I mean, he said he was just like, "You can switch gears with me anytime. Let's go." Well, obviously, obviously, Molly, <laughs> obviously Molly felt away because you could see her, in her initial reaction, and then at the, if, uh, Isha, I don't know if you saw that little clip, but at the end of the uh, first mm-hmm. take, she 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 made a joke at the very end of the first clip. She, she yeah, was like, "Going to HR." Yeah, she said she was like, "Yeah, if anybody's gonna go to HR, it's gonna be me after this episode or something like that." That's what she. That was like her little thing. So obviously, she felt away about it. Oh, she felt come uncomfortable, on, Molly. So so hold well, on. So so okay. if you if you Jalen and that's your wife, you don't you don't you don't go at him. You don't say something. You don't have words with this man. Well, here's my thing. When I initially watched it, like I felt, I felt the same way like you. And you know, I'm not a Lavar Lavar Ball fan at all. Like he irks me, he annoys me. And when I watched it, you know, initially, I thought the same thing. You know, it was like, man, oh, you know, he's trying to be slick right there. And then I was actually talking to a listener of the show, this black woman, and she asked me about it, and I was like, yeah, you know, Lavar trying to be slick, and she's like, but was he? 
and I went back and watched it, and kind of like Ryan said, I noticed that even though everybody else made faces, Stephen A. made a face, Max made a face, Molly made a face, LeVar's face was straight. Like, he didn't make any type of sexy face, googly eyes. I was like, (laughs) it seemed like he really was, and he used her terminology. It wasn't like he switched it up or changed his cadence. Like, he had a straight face. He's like, yeah, you can switch gears with me anytime. And I felt like it was just a misunderstanding. Like, she thought he was taking it there, but I don't necessarily see that he was doing that. So in this situation, and again, I'm not a LeVar Ball fan, but I understand why he wouldn't apologize or why he wouldn't, you know, get down and grovel because there's literally nothing that he did that would insinuate that because even his tone is just, that's just how he talks. He just, uh, you know, I don't know, just the way he talks. He's excitable, but. If you look at his you demeanor, on the head, on the head look at his mannerisms, it, it just looked regular. <laughs> yep. and, and plus, man, the president of the United States said to grab him by the, you know what? Come on, man. Like, now all of a sudden, this is the worst thing. Oh, yeah, you're banned. No, he, Come on, man. You no, can't no, get banned from nothing. You can, you can, can ban him. Judge it by that. I'm cool if you ban him from ESPN2. Everything's ban, judged ban by that. Ban that dude from ESPN2. Get him back. <laughs> <Get him> well, <laughs> honestly, I feel like the reason ESPN banned him I feel like that was more self-serving. Like, he's in New Orleans now. He's not in L.A. He's not going to have as much spotlight on him. Even in New Orleans, Zion's going to get all the spotlight. So I feel like they just got – they were tired of him. they just like, look, let's leave him alone. But I, I do feel like this comment – and I don't want to be dismissive of, you know, women who have uh, slick stuff said to them all the time. But if you look at this – you can't really say that he did something out of pocket or out of bounds. No. It just it was one of them situations where it was just a miscommunication, I believe. To all our female listeners of the Black Dallas podcast, I just want you to send all your hate mail to 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 Ish Creates at uh, Instagram. Hey, do, it. do that. Uh, just know that Paul was the supporter supporter of, of women's rights on this podcast. Even though right. I even though I was, I'm the main architect of the uh, most likely yeah this most is, likely to this arrest. is like the upside down. <laughs> so I'm defending Lavar Ball, <laughs> Boxman Poppy. That's right. Is defending women. Even, like what's happening? Even though I just a, what's even though I just did I get, did you slip me some CBD oil too? <laughs> I'm the main one objectifying uh, NBA mamas uh, during the draft, <laughs> right. but here I am defending y'all. So that's that's how I roll. But yeah, no, I would like to know what our listeners think. You know, male or female, man or woman. You know, let us know. Do you feel like Levar Ball was out of pocket, or do you not? Uh, Paul gave my in- Instagram. But you could also hit us up on email, theblackdelegates at gmail.com, or theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com, or blackdelegates underscore between black and delegates on Instagram and Twitter. Not finishing up, but I just wanted to get that out there because I am interested to see what other people have to say about that. All right, man. Let's, do we want to switch gears? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's switch gears. Oh, you from can switch gears talk. with me anytime. Oh, that oh man, I'm going to HR right now. You're banned. Oh, man. I'm going to HR. You're banned. Uh, yeah, we we cancel the show. Cancel it now, man. <laughs> All right, man. So let's let, 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 let's 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 keep it on so, sports. Speaking of switching gears, speaking of switching gears, your man Cam Newton was out here in these streets. What is he gonna say next? This dude might be kind of Levar Ball in the NFL. Uh, for the dumb stuff that he does and says. But uh, this time, not, not so bad, but still a little egg on his face. So Cam Newton apparently was at the at the uh, on a plane, 
He's trying to get a little more leg room because you know he likes what six and, five. And he just and he like just that. had leg surgery. That's that's the big thing. He, yeah, just had leg surgery. And and as being a man who just needs to stretch his knee out every once in a while, that's me. You just sometimes you just need some leg room, man. Facts. So I don't blame him. And he got the money, so he offered fifteen hundred dollars for somebody to switch seats with. And what was their reply? Hold on. Oh, oh, oh damn, I didn't have a ready. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Oh man, yo! I gotta have it ready. Who out here turning down fifteen hundred? Uh, I missed that, yo, man. No, no, who missed that, man? Did y'all see the video though? Who, who out here? No, I did not. I'm playing it now. It's not good video. No good audio. No good no, it's audio. Not. It's from a distance. Oh yeah, that's not good then. No good, no good. I'm about to take that out it, the show. He is dressed like Dennis Rodman. No, I no, he's he dressed like the, the villain from like Darkwing Duck or something like that. Man, what what the hell is wrong <laughs> with this man? You on a ten hour flight? Why are you dressed like that, man? Wear some sweat clothes, man. You get about to sleep for nine hours, man. Come on, dude. He tripping. And first of all, first of all, Cam Newton, you make twenty million a year, man. Buy some first class seats, word, bro. Man, business class at least. You gotta get. <laughs> come on, man. You gotta get at least business class. Who who who? who you gotta yell at your agent, man, for buying you a coach seat, knowing you just had surgery, and you better do a ten-hour flight, man. If you don't get fifteen hundred dollars, man, you better get up out of here, man. Come on now. Yeah, that's crazy, yo, man. Well, I yeah, think fifteen. You could get some more. Give me a little bit more. No, I think. I'll do it. I think what happened with this uh, situation, at least what I read, is that he missed his flight. He's supposed to go directly from Charlotte to France. And he missed his flight, and it said he did have a blip, a business class ticket on his original uh, flight. And then, so he basically had to get a different flight. So he was going to Dallas to get to another flight. Um, what do they call that? Like, uh, standby. So he had to fly standby to Dallas to catch another flight. And the only thing they had on standby is basically just what you get. So that's why he right. was flying coach in that particular situation when he actually went to France he had a first class or business class seat but going so he was from, just going from Charlotte to Dallas right so, it so wasn't that's a how he flight. ended up in that situation and then he tried to get to do 1500 so he could fly I don't know if it was first class or business class from Charlotte um, to Dallas now it looked like another coach it just looked like a it was like an aisle seat it was like you know like where the galleries at or like that's what it looked like he was he was taking it didn't look like because they were because he was basically across the the same row so it was just more more leg room. Why does there. the story though? The story keeps saying ten hour flight though. Man, come on! You believe the All internet's over true? This is saying a ten hour flight. It might have been. It, well, it's possible. It should be double checked. I mean, if he going if he going to Dallas, then that's different. It ain't that far. Why wouldn't you switch with him? That's still from De- Charlotte yeah, Dallas. That's 10 still hours, like a- man. I, I just drove ten hours. I just drove more than ten hours to get to the uh, to Dallas myself. So uh, yes, I'll switch your switch seats with you for fifteen hundred. I mean, yeah, however much you got, man. Maybe negotiate that a little bit. I don't know who this person is that he was negotiating with. They trash. Uh, first of all, well, they think... probably scared because a dude looked like Darkwing Duck trying to trying man, to talk to him. Man, you're scared of a dude dress. Man, you ain't scared of a dude with a hat on like that. <laughs> He's come six on, foot man. Seven with a little round Dwayne Wayne glasses. And I the... don't care, man. If you come with me with that hat, I will smack the mess <laughs> out of you. You're not worried about any any altercation with that dude. <laughs> Just saying, if you don't know it's Cam Newton, you ain't worried about that dude wearing that. Cam, if you're a, if you're a oh, Black yeah. Delegates listener, you heard that. that that's 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 a hard knocker STL at hotmail.com. He said he wants all the smoke anytime, any place. He's, he's smack fire at Cam you. Newton. 
Cam Newton, I had you as a keeper on my squad for a long time, even when you didn't have no no receivers. So um, I was a fan. You say a lot of, uh, 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 hmm, not racist, but uh, uh, ignorant stuff <laughs> on a regular basis about race. So I couldn't rock with you, and I immediately traded you. Yo, man, you got you got, you got to release that man. Yeah, I think, not wearing socks. That's what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cam need to. I think you need to up the pot. You know what I'm saying? If you, because from what I read, I, I was looked at the CBS Sports story. The guy he was trying to trade with was in the business class. Uh, so if that dude's already in business class, fifteen hundred probably ain't too much. Ain't, ain't that much to him. So if you really want that seat, you're gonna have to come up out of pocket a little bit more. Cause fifteen hundred to so him is probably like thirty, forty dollars to us. So give it. So give me much? ten stacks, and it's yours. Ten. That's yep. ridiculous. You can't if be I already got money over five. If I already got money now, if I'm on there, if he offered me five hundred, hey, let me get that. <laughs> but uh, if I already got bread, you know where I'm buying business class seats. I'm the coach king. If I'm flying business class, fifteen <laughs> hundred, eh, make it five. I'm gonna think about it. Ten is an instant dupe. Yo, you just paid for my flight to France, so uh, yes, I would swap seats with him sitting next to my wife. <laughs> like, babe, I'll be over here. Holler at me might, when we land. Might be a Meet bad move. My wife gonna see them little tight pants nah. on them. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Be this like, this is my wife now. <laughs> 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 look at me. Look at me. I'm the husband now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. We're gonna do one more sport. We're gonna do oh, one more. Yeah. We're cutting it off. We got one more. We got one more. So these these topics are kind of sports, but not really. It's the off season for the NBA, so they ain't got nothing to do. So they're trying to find something to do. Uh, y'all's man, Marvin Bagley. Uh, what is he, the third or something like that? It's a lot yep. of Bagleys. Marvin Bagley the third is a uh, power four for the Sacramento Kings, I believe. Yep. Uh, he was a rookie last year. He going into his second season. Uh, he was on uh, first take for whatever reason. I'm not sure why. I guess he was hooping a little bit at the end of the year. Yeah, um, player, man. And, good, uh, good player. Yeah, yeah. Don't play no defense, but uh, he can hoop. And uh, so he, they were asking him, uh, Max Kellerman, said, hey, I was thinking about rappers and who the best ones in the NBA are. And he said, it's, it's either between you or Dame Dollar, Damian Lillard. And, uh, yeah, y'all, y'all's man, he, he put up a challenge. And it was a, it was a check that he couldn't cash. Did y'all get a chance to, to listen to these these uh these raps? Of course, I did, of course I did. Battle raps, Paul. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of these battle raps? Well, first of all, like man, uh, you know, Ryan, you were actually the first one to put me on Dane. I I've always assumed ever since the Kobe era, nice. you know, the Kobe Allen Iverson rapping <laughs> era. Like I just I I I've given up on NBA rappers. I was like, man, okay, uh, Ron Artest. You know, it, Shaq, Artest, you know, but when, you know when Kobe. Hey, 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 let's not slander Shaq. Shaq has some bars. Shaq, no, Shaq was all right, man. And of course, he, you know, he he will always be the goat for telling Kobe, "Tell me how my <laughs> blank tastes in the club in the club in front of ten thousand people, uh, drunk off the cognac." That that was one of the greatest moments in NBA history, right there. But Ryan put me on to Dame, and so Dame 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 got bars, man. So I listened to both. Uh, you know, it was, it was it was dope that it came out during the draft. So, like, the draft was kind of, like I said, the draft was trash. The mama draft was even tr- more trash. But this was actually kind of fun that night, man. So, listen, to kind of listen to that. And they both dropped, basically dropped it during the during the draft. That was kind of dope. Or, I guess, Bagley responded the next day. 
Uh, but that was fun, man. And, uh, you know, I, Dame's are probably a better rapper, but I, I kind of like Bagley's flow a little more. I just like the energy he was bringing in his. And so, so I'm going to give this one to Bagley on this mm. one, man. I thought it was, I thought it was cool. Mm. He, he dropped too many uses of the N-words. I wasn't, I wasn't good with that. I'm sure Adam Silver was probably like, hey, man. You gotta, you gotta stop using the N word so much there, so liberally in this, in these, these freestyles. But, uh, but other than that I thought it was dope, man. I thought his energy was a lot better than Dame's. Ishmael, weigh in. You know, we often joke about Paul's uh, rap uh, taste, and I think he's showing why he's lost so much credibility. Look at this battle here. Now I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. I'm not gonna say Bagley's trash. He's not trash. No, I'm he's not trash. Give him, you know, uh, a B, B minus. He had a good effort. He had good energy. Like you can, Bagley to me is like a prospect. It's it's good that this happened at draft time because that's how I'm looking at him. Like okay, he got good cadence. He got you know, he got a good mastery of just spitting. But what he was saying, eh. It was just right. regular. Like, there was nothing Content. really impressive about it. He didn't really say any bars. He may have had one line where you're like, oh, okay. And so it wasn't bad, but it wasn't really that good. It was just kind of there. Um, Dame is on another level. Like Dame said, like, Dame, like, he do this. Like, he gets respect as right. an actual rapper. He's definitely the best NBA rapper. Um, of all time. Uh, of he's all a, time. like a legit Ever. rapper. And even... Like, his bars, like, he didn't do anything super extra. Like, he wasn't trying to do nothing crazy. They both dropped two songs. But Dame, I mean, Dame's was just, it was legit. It was something that I would listen to. Uh, but I'm going to put Bagley, like I said, he's not terrible. So I don't want to give that impression. But I'm going to put him, I might put him at third. You got Dame, you got Lonzo. And then I put Bagley. But Bagley, he got to do a little more work. You know, this offseason, I need you to work out on your, your flow. You got your cadence, but we need to get those bars up because they're rookie bars right now. We need to get those a little bit higher, a little bit stronger. Ryan? Yep. Yep. Break yep. the tie. I would have to agree. Marvin Bagley was not trash, but come on, man. He did not win at all. His content was zero. His rhyming words, trash. Every single time he rhymed a word, it was whack. It was three-letter words, three-letter word after three-letter word. And word. It was nothing imaginative. <laughs> yeah, it was trash, man. You got to you gotta step step your game up. Don't challenge somebody on first take, and then that's what you come back with. Dame literally didn't know nothing. He, he barely knew who you was, <laughs> and then he was just like, oh, let me write this down, and he smashed you. So uh, it, was, it was a rough day for him, man. I mean, he, he had a he, he had the one. I don't know why he said, uh, you know, Dame, just a regular dude in the booth without that Lil Wayne feature. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Lil Wayne got on his track because he knew Dame was about that life. You don't just get Lil Wayne for no reason. All right. So before he heard him, man, he thought he was so before we move off this topic. OK, so clearly Dame's the winner. I'm going I'm to give it to you. all I, I, he, he is the better rapper, but I, I just like the energy. But but. Ryan, can we just wh- where do you rank Kobe at in the in the pantheon of NBA? Rap? I just want to hear you say it. Come, come on, come Dude, on! Don't you get tired of talking about the Lakers or Kobe every episode? No, I want to hear you admit every episode. 
Look, Ryan tried to hype me up know. on the Kobe raps back in the day. Ryan trying to uh, what was it? What was the album called, man? Does Kobe have anything besides the feature with Brian McKnight? Look, man, Ryan, look, man, look, we were in college. Ryan, Ryan had me go to the the the, the, the Tower Records no, where it was at You're midnight. Say a lot right now. Want, You're about to say a lot right now. He wanted me to buy the the the, the Brandy and Kobe single. <laughs> oh, stop! It was it, at midnight. Man. The biggest lie. The midnight. biggest lie like, oh, all man, time. Gonna be fire. It's gonna be fire. Brandy and oh man, it's the best of both. Worlds right here. Oh, oh, oh. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty I think sure he, he emailed, emailed me about that. I think see, he emailed see? me a picture about that. And uh, they didn't show up. It was supposed to be like an album sign, and they didn't show up. So it was just Ryan there by himself. Yeah, 12:01 a.m. out there <laughs> out in front of Tower Records, trying to buy the the Brandy and and, and Kobe freestyle. <laughs> Yo, he wasn't he wasn't as bad as uh, Ron Artest. Ron Artest is the worst rapper. Did did, did Shaq um, get him in their battle? Just just be honest. When did they battle though? It's not a battle. Right. I mean, he sneak dissing, like he always do. <laughs> oh yeah, me and Kobe, we so cool. Oh, we best friends. And then as soon as you get a chance and you turn your back, then he got something to say. Shaq is whack. Yo, this battle, it reminded me of like the original rap battle that put everything on the map. Eli Porter versus Envy, the Iron Mike. Youngsters, if you haven't seen it, go on YouTube, check it out. <laughs> um, you know, at the time, Eli Porter got disrespected uh, in that, but he had some bars, and Dame got those Eli Porter bars. And uh, you know, even though, yeah, that's that's all I say about that. So, shout out to the yeah, Iron Mike. This is that's probably what that's at least that's like early internet. Years yeah, early internet, right there. Yeah, 15, yeah. 20 Marvin Bagley is is like the NBA's version of Silk the Shock. That's basically what it was. He wasn't rapping on beat. Rhythm is crazy. Um, he 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 got some potential, but like Silk the Shocker, never gonna happen. I wouldn't put it. I wouldn't go that low. Like he he was cool. I I just thought his bars need to be deeper. Like he's just rapping about whatever random stuff. Like it was nothing impressive that he said. Like his style is fine. His cadence is fine. The way he worked the beat is fine. You just got to say really? something better. That first song, he didn't rap on the beat for a long time. It was about the first 20 seconds. He he did about four four bars before he actually rapped on the beat. Yeah, so we need to, maybe next episode, we need to have a Black Delegates rap battle. Oh, we know Ishka win that one. that to the listeners. Do that one day. Dude, I got bars. Don't disrespect me. <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's have it. Let's do it. <laughs> it it's, it's been a while, man, but I, I, can, I can write something. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, hey, right, so bo- anyway, Box Wine man. Poppy is a Max Kellerman here. Yeah, I never could get uh, Paul to actually write no raps. You listen to the most rap, but won't. Look, right okay, now. let me just get some some real marijuana. Forget this. Yeah, this right. That's what I'm gonna CBD. say. Give him, a, give him a little more of that CBD. Oh. <laughs> let me see what I can do this week, and I, I might come. I, I might help you out his with this. wife. <laughs> like drop a double dosage of him and put a pen and pad in front of him. Yeah, man. Hey, look, man. Uh, you, you see what the the Xanaxes did for Eminem, man? Let me get a couple of those and in a couple weeks to write, man. I'll be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for right. the listeners, if you have not listened to any of this, you don't know what we've been rambling on for the last probably 10 minutes. Of course, check the show notes, uh, regardless of what app that you listen to. We will have links to these stories, we'll have links to the rap battle, 
in the show notes, so make sure you check that out. Again, hit us up with feedback. You can email us at theblackdelegatespod at gmail.com. If you got any questions for us, ask us there. We will respond to them on the show. Or you can hit us up on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, at blackdelegates, as underscore between black and delegates. On Twitter, you can find Box Wine Poppy, at Box Wine Poppy, The Black Ryan, at The Black Ryan, or me on Twitter or Instagram at ishcreates. That's I S H creates. Paul, what else can people do to help out the show? Uh, give me a, a plug for the for the real CBD oil. Not, not, <laughs> not, not this crap that I've been using that ain't doing nothing, man. That's, a, that's one thing you can do. And other than that, uh, raise and review us, man, and let us know what you think about the show, man. Holler at us. Want to know what you think? Brian. Close it out, baby. Ish, why you the last couple weeks, man? You ain't said. Do you have any last words? You just stopped doing. It. Who me? That's cool. No, Ish used to always say. So, Ryan, you got any last no, words? That's what and I then just said. I said, Ryan, what you got? I just, I just changed up the, uh, the word choice. <sighs> you know what? I don't feel like doing it now. It didn't seem like you felt like doing this. So I was like, Ryan, what you got? And, hmm, nope. You got nothing. Yep. You're trying to blame me. You're trying to deflect because you didn't have anything witty to say. It's fine. Yeah, well, I'm not saying nothing. That's fine. You know what? I'm going to write that down. I'm going to put that in my bars that I got for you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Coming. Dude, are you actually going to come with a diss track? Like, do I need to be prepared? <laughs> Yo, Ish. I don't know. Yo, Maybe. Ish, Maybe. It, it, Maybe please, please, please just cut in. With the, like, when the intro drops, just, just drop a beat on us and just just, just go in on, on Ryan for like, like six bars, please. Right. Hey, I did, that, uh, I did that to my partners once. Um... Well, it wasn't nothing prepared, but uh, shout out to Danny and Calvin. They they were over, we chilling, just watching TV or something. And I was like, hey man, y'all you know y'all rap, y'all want to do a little rap or whatever. And they like, cool. So then Calvin went and spit his little verse, you know, just about whatever, you know, random stuff that people rap about. And Danny mm-hmm. went and spit his verse. You know, just about random stuff. And then I just skewered both of them. I was like, y'all trash. Blah, 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 blah. And they both still talk about, like, man, how you let us go in there? Like, we ain't know we was battling. We just thought we was rapping. Yeah, that's messed up, man. That's messed up. You can't can't diss somebody on the same I respect it. No, I respect all this. I'm here for all (laughs) this. That's some LL Cool J stuff, man. That's some LL Cool J stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So just be be ready. Might not be next week. Might not be next month. You know what I'm gonna play at the end for this uh, for this outro? It's gonna be I'm gonna let the world know the truth. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lace your vocals out the mind. Yep, I'm putting it on there. Yeah. All right. So see y'all next week. Hopefully y'all enjoyed this extra long episode. I try to trim as much as I can, but you get what you get. Get what you get. Free content, baby. Next week. Peace. Yep. Peace. Peace. Peace.